0: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to ICF Rome online. And for those who will eventually be on campus, this is Pastor Jennifer Pasquale. And I'm excited for this season that is upon us. You know, we're celebrating Jesus. We're thankful for everything that he's done for your life even if you don't know it yet so as you enter into this service today i encourage you to lean into the worship to stand up if you can and praise your raise your hands and praise the lord because god is faithful he has a word for you today i am believing for a miracle in your life it's in motion you joined us online today and God has ordered your steps. God has a word for you. And as you lean into his presence, I know that your heart and your mind is going to be lifted, healed, restored, rejuvenated. I'm so thankful that you are joining with us today. Amen, amen, amen. You can grab that right there. Hallelujah. Somebody say hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is good. All the time. And all the time. Amen. We make those declarations over our life, right? It's not just on Sunday when we come here and say God is good. We are making a declaration over our life during the week when it feels like something's hard. We say, wait a minute, God is good all the time in every minute. Amen. And so um, I want to welcome our online campus today. And I have with me Papa Bear, Alfred Hill, and Baby Bear, Valerie. (laughs) (laughs) And just to kick off this service, I think how awesome it is when we look back and we praise the Lord and we look forward knowing that God has a new thing ahead. So Alfred and Valerie and Mabel and their family, Mabel's home packing up there. We don't lose, we launch. But we're launching them to a new country and a new assignment. So thankful that Alfred was able to go and we Kept y'all for a little while, but now the family is being united, and we're happy for that. Alfred, I tell you what, let's let Valerie go first, then you, okay? So Valerie, <laughs> she's looking at me. Valerie, I just want you to, you are such a blessing to the teenagers of our church. Thank you. you Put that up there. And I want you to just tell us one thing or that Jesus did in your life while you were here in a part of ICF Rome. What's something you're thankful for? but
1: specifically I'm thankful for the blessing and the love and the people he's built in my life and the friendship that is built here, and I will never forget that. Yeah, and his we, goodness.
0: Yeah, yeah. that's so awesome, and how old are you? Fourteen. She's fourteen, so that's awesome. Can you just give Valerie a hand because, you know, that's like saying we love you, we love you, and Alfred, I would take this, uh, I would love for you because we're going to be talking and looking back, but what has been a part, an active member and leader of ICF Rome and Ministries, what has it meant to you and to your family?
1: Well I can go on and on and on, but uh, it's meant so much. Um, just being here in the last two and a half years and being able to contribute to God's kingdom building here in Rome, in Italy, at ICF has meant so much to myself and to my family. When we first came, one of the things that we were looking for was to continue to serve, and ICF is the place that um, you have got an opportunity. And I'm speaking to those who are still sitting on the chair, <laughs> haven't found a space. There's so much to be done. Yes. I mean, not just the music ministry. There's so much. I'm sure many times Prince and Yahweh gives the list of departments of you know teams that you can you can join. God has brought you here for a purpose. And you can just start. If you haven't served before in previous ministry, this is where you can get it started. And God can launch you into what he wants you to be. So take advantage of your time here, even if you're here for a month or two. God wants you to do something, and you will see the difference in your life.
0: Amen. Thank you so much. Will you extend your hands to them? Father, we're just going to pray right now. Come on, y'all. Begin to pray. Lord, we thank you for the blessing of this family, from, from the baby to the teenager to the mother and father who have faithfully served you. Thank you for this word of exhortation from our brother Alfred. God, I pray that you would go with their family. Keep them in health and vitality. Let them be a light in their new country, in their new city and their new assignment I pray you would bring new Christian friends alongside of them and Lord I know that as they pass the baton here you also have them ready to receive the baton at the next station so we launch them Lord God knowing that we are the living proof and we can count on your word to go before them and to surround them with the power and the blessing of the Holy Spirit in the mighty name of Jesus amen and amen Amen. I love you guys so, so much. Thank you. Thank you. Please make sure they know how much you love them. Well, I have a few things for those that are online. You may, we will be posting it later, but you have something like this available to you either on the seats or at the Welcome Center. This is our awakening focus for not this week, but the next week. And I want to remind you that we are going to be here. Say here. We're going to be here praying at 7 o'clock every night that week of prayer and fasting. Sometimes we want God to do stuff, but then we don't do our stuff. Amen? Like, Pastor Jen, don't start so strong. I'm just telling you what the Lord has shown me. As I said to the Lord at the end on December 31st, I sat in a service in Springfield, Missouri with my daughter's family, and I said, God, I need a word. I need you to speak to me. And he gave me that word that if it's not allowed in heaven, it's not allowed on earth. If it's not happening in heaven, I have the authority from Jesus to pray that that chaos that's trying to be in my family will come to peace. That that sickness will come to healing. That that sorrow will turn to joy because that's what's in heaven. So I'm asking as it is in heaven. Amen? So that's what we're going to do on that week of prayer and fasting. I want you to be a part. Those of you that are online only, we love you. We bless you. It will be filming through live stream, but not Facebook or YouTube because of we want the whole service to be in a flow, okay? So we're going to have worship, we're going to have prayer, we're going to have testimonies, exhortation. We are going to declare the works of the Lord for your life and for our family of faith here. And I can't stress to you enough that I want it to be an awakening. I'm praying that when you come, as I did on December 31st, that you'll come saying, okay, God, tell me something. I need to hear your word. And let me tell you, if you come on Monday and you're like, I gave, but I I didn't get yet. You come on Tuesday. You come on Wednesday. But I guarantee you come on Thursday or Friday. Something's going to happen. You press in and you will see the power and the purpose of God revealed. Amen. I want you to see that. Well, you've been waiting. I've been waiting. We're so excited. I want to show you a little bit of what Alfred just said about how you get involved. I want you to see all that God did in 2023. And I want you to watch this year-end video all the way to the end as we truly unveil what I feel God has put on our hearts, um, even with our executive leadership and creative team. The word that is going to see us through in 2024, let's give God praise as we watch this year in video. Come on, let's can we stand for a minute? And just give God praise, Father. We thank you. We thank you for the lives that have been changed. We thank you for the power of the prayer foundation in our church. I thank you for every generation and every demographic. I thank you for every life touched and washed. For new babies, Lord God. Lord, we know that the best is yet to come. We give you this coming year, Lord God, and we dedicate it to you because we are counting on your word, your power, and your pathways. In the name of Jesus, amen, amen, amen. You can be seated hallelujah hallelujah you can be seated but inside I hope you're standing up (laughs) inside I hope you're standing up I am excited. I want you to know he will do it in your life. I love that I see some newer faces, but you made the video. So next year, you're going to be an older face, and there's going to be some other new faces. We have two services, and you see some empty chairs. I want to encourage you to invite others to come and partake in what we have to offer. It will be amazing. I believe that we are writing a new chapter in each of our stories and in the story of this church, thank you for your faithful giving. Thank you for your joy in serving. Thank you for your powerful prayer. But as we look at this this graphic, this theme, we gather together. Um, In several places I say to you again if you did not watch December 31 State of the Church Address online I encourage you to find one of our websites and look at it watch it I declared all that I believe God has said to us but Some of us were in Madrid at the World Congress, and we prayed over this concept, and we asked the Lord, what is that phrase that we want to have going forward? And so I want you to know I don't have T-shirts yet, but you're going to get some. And as you wear the T-shirt, as you look at the graphic, I know you're like, wow, there's a lot of imagery. It's because living proof truly was a conversation starter for people. They would wear their shirt, and somebody would ask them about it. So I believe as you look at this graphic over the year, you're going to see some things. We see Moses in the sea, the sea and the sea, crossing with the staff and the ways God parts our pathways. We see Jesus healing the blind man in that, oh, you'll look at it closer, and we have more supplies for you. The you, On your seats, you should have what we're going to be going through all year long. We remember that he's the healer. We see the word illuminate with the light because in darkness, in those moments when you can't see what's next, the word of God will illuminate your path. Amen? Amen. We see David... <laughs> Raising his sword, and it has two meanings because we know the sword is what the word of the Lord. So, David raised his sword to kill the giant in his life, but he raised the word of the Lord, right? And so that's That's how we will see victory over our Goliaths in the coming months. And we count on the blessing after the battle. We see Jesus in the boat during the storm. Because I want you to remember, he's with you in every season. In every one of those images, I want you to see yourself... In different roles. Sometimes you may have the faith of Moses. Sometimes you may be called to be Aaron and her, And hold up Moses arms around you. Sometimes you may be in the midst of a sickness or a death. And God is saying I need your faith to stand on the word of the Lord. And pray victory for this person. I want you to say I will count on it. Can you say that with me? I will count on it. In other words, I will count on the word. I will count on his promises. That's where the word is, right? His promises. I will count on his power in the name of Jesus. This scripture that you see, Psalm 130 verse 5 in the New Living Translation, says, I am counting on the Lord. I want to stop right there for a minute because I want you to know that this ministry is not based on any human being. It's not based on any certain ministry team, although we have phenomenal ministry teams and more. We have a new Coffee and Connections coming that you're going to love. If you want to serve coffee and help on that team, you can go there. But I am counting on the Lord. Say the Lord. Lord. Because if you count on yourself, eventually you're going to get tired or weary and you're going to let yourself down. Right? If you count on everybody else around you, whether at work, at church, or in your family, eventually, I'm not a prophet of doom, I just know we live in this world, right? Somebody's going to let you down. But when I am counting on the Lord, yes, I make that declaration, yes, I'm counting on Him. I have put my hope in His word. He will never disappoint you. Amen? Amen. So that's what I want you to stand on this year. I do believe that we discovered who Jesus was as living proof in our workplace, on the university campus, in our ministries. As we went outside the walls of this church numerous times, how exciting was it that we were a part of the Madrid World Congress and the Italian Assemblies of God Youth Congress in Fuji and then the Noi Festival here in Rome itself where thousands of people came saying, tell me. What is this Christian faith all about? You see, people will come when you invite them. They might not come the first time. They might not come the second time. But if you keep saying to them, hey, it's really awesome. Maybe if you just come, you're going to get some prayer. And you're going to feel better for the week. And then God starts to transform you and them. Amen. So today at the end of this service, I want you to be prepared. We are going to have a prayer line. And I've asked some of my leaders and my strong prayer partners, and there's more of you, but I want you to get prayer, okay? We are going to form a prayer line. I want you to be praying about it even now as you come through this prayer line. We're not going to take a moment or hours to because we have a second service and we're going to. But how many of you know where two or three agree it's touching anything? And if you're online and you have a prayer need, I want you to put it in the chat today. I always go back and watch And I want you to know we're going to be praying for you as well. That whatever you're praying for this year, the Lord will do it. As you come through, we're going to anoint you with oil. We're going to agree with you. Father, as it is in heaven, as people pray according to the will of God and his word for their lives, let it be so. I want you to see the answers. Amen. I want you to see the answers. I had an answer. I've been praying and fasting all month in different ways. But I want you to know very specific things I asked God for. And I've already seen the very specific answers. Now, I'll tell you, one of them, I'm not going to go into detail. But one of them, I, I got an answer. But then I was like, I wasn't specific enough. I needed to be a little bit more specific. God, you gave what I asked. But I, I still have a question mark. So let me, give a, let me ask for a little bit more specific. You can be specific with God. Don't just say, heal me. Say, God, fix my blood. God, restore my organ that's having issue. God, take the tendons and shrink them where they are inflamed. Be specific so that when the answer to the prayer comes, you can say, oh, I see. The, the tendon feels differently. My skin on my fingers was like this, and now it's not because God is the healer. Amen? Yeah. Amen. So we do have a vision. To move us forward with purpose and passion. Can you say that? Purpose Purpose. and passion. Because if you don't have a passion, it's like having a little tiny candle that's at the end of its wax. The wick is almost burned out and one little breeze blows it over and you can't light it again. I want my light to be like a giant torch. That's what passion is. And you know what the Bible says about that? The fire of the Holy Spirit is what will give you the passion to not shrink back, to not give up, to not be wimpy or weak. Amen? I want you to seek the power of the Holy Spirit. So as we count on who God is this year, I want you to count on the Lord. I want you to count on his word you're going to hear it from me a lot but I want to I I felt like as I was praying the Lord gave me a few things before I kind of break down what we're going to do this year and you can read it yourselves but I want you to understand something I know that maybe some of you came into this room saying I don't even know what my vision is for 24 I'm just trying to get through my vision for this week I'm just trying to get through my vision for today the Bible says without a vision the people perish he wants us. He wants you to have a vision. Don't get stuck in the tomorrow and not embrace today. Don't get stuck in the past and not move forward. Can you imagine? Every year, I'm telling you, every year, I think, oh, God, this year was so amazing. How will we ever have it? You're in video like that one from 22, from 20, from 19. And then look, how awesome is it? that God always comes through because we have a vision. We intentionally put things available to you so that you will connect to the word, so that you will connect to serve, so that you will connect and lead because as you lead here, God will make you a leader in your community of influence. I believe it. I believe it. So here's what I want to say to you quickly about vision vision is god-given and god-directed god vision gives god the glory not ourselves how do you know if it's god's vision who's going to get the glory for it god god's vision is what we focus on god's vision is god-given and god-directed and i will tell you that god's vision will never contradict god's word and his principles hear me again How do I know that it's not just my vision? Because if it's just my vision, maybe sometimes I get a little bit sideways or maybe I'm not sure. But if it's God's vision, it will fully align with God's word. In his principles, in his pathways, in his process, in his procedures, God has a plan. He doesn't contradict himself. So that's how you know it's God-given. Vision is valuable. You have to understand, God gives a vision. If Jesus didn't have a vision that he would resurrect, when he went to that garden and he knew, he said, God, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. But he had a vision that was valuable. I love that they put precioso. It was a precious vision. God has a vision for your life. And it will only be successful if you're willing to pay the price for that value in your life. I never talk with those who are gonna do the offering or the Lord just orchestrates, but he talked about how we make an investment in the kingdom, right? That's valuable. It, you have to pay the price. You can't just stand there and do nothing and expect everything to happen. Now, God is a miracle worker for sure. And sometimes when we don't have the strength to do it, God puts prayer partners around us. So I'm saying to you, if you do feel like you don't know and you do feel like you just have to stand there or watch online, we're going to stand in the gap with you. Amen. Because your vision is valuable to God. I'm going to pray that God blesses your vision. But I'm talking today about our corporate vision here for the glory and the honor Of the word of the Lord. Vision is never accomplished alone. Jesus didn't accomplish his vision alone. The disciples didn't accomplish their vision alone. You can look through scripture and study the lives of people like Nehemiah, who was building and rebuilding, building and rebuilding. Sometimes we have to build and rebuild in our lives. Amen? Moses, Esther, Ruth, Paul, they each one had a team. You could look up people in the Bible and find they had a team. There was somebody around them. There was somebody they were writing to. They were saying, bring me a coat, bring me a water, bring me my staff. They had a team. Vision is not accomplished alone. But church, when we have God's vision, his will and his favor cannot be stopped by the roadblocks that try to destroy or delay You see, I love that somebody said when they came back to us to minister for us after Pastor Rick had gone unexpectedly to heaven. That minister and pastor who's a leader in the U.S. didn't know me that well, but he knew the story. And he stood in this pulpit and he said, this is not God's plan B. This is still part of God's plan A for this body, for you, for me. So I want you to know whatever's happening in your life, if you're walking in alignment with the laws of God's word, it's not plan B. You're just in a path and a process to learn and know God more. Amen. God's vision must be guarded and protected. What does that mean? That means I sometimes have to pray and fast. I have to sacrifice some things so that I can guard the good thing that he's put in my heart. I have to protect. I have to make sure that there are godly men and women speaking into my life. I have to reach out when I need words of counsel and encouragement and follow the Lord's plan. You see, Nehemiah knew. He said in Nehemiah 4.14, After I looked things over... I stood up and said to the nobles, the officials, and the rest of the people, don't be afraid of them. Talking about the ones who were trying to destroy what they were doing. Remember the Lord who is great and awesome. And fight for your families, your sons, your daughters, your wives, and your homes. You see, he was saying, God gave us a vision, people. And we're going to fight for our family. I want you to know, I'm fighting for our family of faith. I'm rebuking the enemy from bringing confusion or destruction or sickness or despair in your life. I'm praying for you. I'm seeking the Lord for you because it's not my words. It's his words that are going to bring you life and life more abundantly. We can look at Esther and see that God's vision will face obstacles. I don't mean to be negative, Nancy, but let me tell you, if you go into this year thinking I'm going to have all the blessings without the battle, you haven't read the Bible. Everything has a season. God's vision will have some obstacles. That's why you have to have passion. So when you see the obstacle, you don't quit. You don't back up. Esther is a perfect example. God assigns each of us and equips us through the authority of heaven to pray through to break through. Pray through to break through. You will have an obstacle, but God's vision will be that breakthrough as you pray his word. You see, the secret to Queen Esther's courage was not her beauty or her position. It was her faith. In an unshakable, unstoppable God, she called them, her team, to fast with her. Did you know that? Read the story of Esther. She called them to fast with her. I'm calling you to pray and fast with me, with us, this month, and especially next week. So that we will see the the blessing. I want to tell you, if you want to see the blessing in the natural, you have to go after it in the supernatural. I'm going to say it again. If you want to see the blessing in the natural, see God put us on this earth, so he wants us to live a life abundant. But I can't just expect the natural to happen. I have to do something supernatural. Who would ever think that just abstaining from food or drink or coffee or Coke or soda or caffeine or sugar or social media would do anything in the supernatural, but God doesn't work the way we work, amen? And so I encourage you, to walk in his word and his power in the supernatural. And then Paul, who was Saul, he knew this. Your life will be transformed by walking in God's new vision this year. Your life will be transformed. I'm asking you right now, who wants their life transformed? Come on. I know sometimes it's like, what does that mean, Pastor Jen? I want my thoughts transformed. I want my thoughts transformed. I want my success transformed. I want my, even my definition of what success looks like. I want to be in the moment, but I want to have a vision for the next moment. I want to be in the moment and see the person and recognize what they're going through. You see, when I know the transformation of God for my vision, my attitude will improve. Your attitude will improve. It's not allowed in heaven to have a bad attitude. It's not. So the Holy Spirit spoke to me on December 31st and I'm listening and I gave him permission to convict me. That's what the Holy Spirit does. And so on moments when I feel sadness or I feel frustration or I feel grief or I I suddenly I've been hearing the Holy Spirit said that's not allowed in heaven. Stop that. Stop that right now. Give that right back to me. You know, sometimes it's kind of like, here, Lord, but wait, wait, wait. I have a reason why. Here, Lord, no, but but I have all these things, God. Huh? My life is transformed. My attitude improves. Your aptitude will increase when you approach God in every detail. Your aptitude will increase. You want to get better at your job? You want to be a better communicator? When you seek the vision of the Lord, it will happen. Your altitude will elevate you to new heights. That's how transform your altitude will elevate you. See, if I stay down here as a Christian, I don't have a vision for God. I don't want more of his Bible. I know John 316. I know Psalm 23. Some of you real spiritual people might know Psalm 91. Hear me. What if God wants you to know Ruth 1-1, John 14 What if God wants you to know Hezekiah, Habakkuk? What if there's something in there? I've read through the Bible many times. I'm reading through the New Testament right now. And I started reading. I was like, Lord, I've read this. I know the disciples' journey. And every day, every day, the Lord reveals something to me that will lift my altitude and elevate my vision. It wasn't easy for Nehemiah, it wasn't without danger for Esther. It wasn't safe for Paul in his transformed life around his old friends. And as I was reading this month, I I saw, don't be a Pharisee, be a champion of Christ. See, Paul had a lot of Pharisees around him. He had a lot of religious people around him. But he was saying to them, I've been transformed. I have a vision for me, but I'm not keeping it to myself. I also have a vision for you, but I'm championing Christ, not me. Whatever it takes, that's what I'm championing, the cause of Jesus Christ. Don't be a Pharisee. Be a champion of Christ. Our team name is Family of Faith. I want you to know you have a family here. I mean it. It's powerful. We love each other. We go through stuff. We walk together. We forgive. We honor. We bless. We navigate. That's what families do. But we declare faith and God's word over each other. Our vision is loving God. This month, this year, I want you to love Jesus more than you ever have before. Amen. I want you to seek him more. It's not enough to just come on Sunday morning for one hour or an hour and 15 minutes. I want that prayer room. You saw it strategically and intentionally in many ways on that video because I wanted you to see there's prayer happening for you before the services. There's prayer people praying in these chairs on Wednesday night for you. I want you to seek him more so your life will be transformed. The vision is loving God, seeking more, staying faithful, and seeing others more than ourselves. And may I just say that in this world that we live in where there's so much division, the enemy would like to use division in the body of Christ. Don't you let that happen. Remember I said the vision has to be guarded and protected. Our job is to promote Jesus. To make Jesus famous. The worship team is going to come. We are going to speak the name of Jesus over your life. I want you to look at this card. I'm not going to take the time today as I sometimes do, but here's what I want you to see on here. We are going to count on his promises to be Bible engaged. That's number one. Count on his promises to be Bible engaged. We are going to count on his power to be spirit empowered. I want you to know we're a Pentecostal church. We believe in the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Not only with the evidence of speaking in tongues. So you can pray in a spiritual language to the Lord. But also so that you will be transformed. And the fruit in your life will no longer be baby fruit. It will be abundant overflowing fruit. Because that's what the Holy Spirit does for you. Count on his pathways. To be missions expanded. I've invited Pastor Benson who we bless their church to come and be with us on that Monday night of our week of prayer and fasting because I want us to know that it's our it's God's pathway it's not about us it's about all who need the Lord amen it's about all so I want our pathways to be expanded hallelujah I want you to stand with me all over this place his promises his power and his purpose that's what I want you to do When you're telling somebody they're sick and you're saying, I know the healer and he will be with you, count on it. When you're waking up in the morning and you're like, this day feels a little bit hard, but God, you said you would be with me. You would stick closer than a brother. I count on it. When you walk into that boardroom and you need the power of the Holy Spirit to give you wisdom and discernment, you're going to say, I am carrying the anointing and the favor of God. Count on it. Amen. I want you to count on what God has done. That T, that T represents the empty cross because that's the resurrection power of Jesus. He's not dead. He's not still hanging on that cross. He's alive and well, and you can count on him for all your needs. Romans 4, 20 and 21, and I'm going to ask the prayer team to come. Those of you that I spoke to, please um, come if you're going to help us pray. Come if you're going to help us pray. Romans 4, 20 and 21 says, Yet he did not waver. Say yes. Yet. That means even, nevertheless, no matter what happens, he did not waver through unbelief regarding the promise of God, but was strengthened in his faith and gave glory to God, being fully persuaded. Say fully. I want you to be fully persuaded that God had power to do what he promised. So father, as we begin to pray over our family right now. We're praying for husbands and wives. We're praying for mothers and fathers. We're praying for sons and daughters. We're praying for young adults and children and teenagers and we're going to pray over worship team and ministry team. But right now, this is your chance. The Bible says we're two or three agree as touching anything it will be done. So online you're going to be praying with me. On campus, we're going to be praying together. And as you come through, those will you give uh, a couple pieces of together? Yeah. The Bible says you call for those who are in ministry, leadership of your, of your family of faith, and you allow them to pray for you. You say, God, even if you don't know what you're praying for, we're going to pray that you will put your hope in who God is for your life today and I tell you that people I love dearly have had doubts this year people that I have prayed for have had doubts but I'm counting on the Lord I have put my hope in his word and I want to say this to you that if throughout the week you begin to have a vision Of someone or or God is speaking to you send that message say I love you I'm praying for you don't you forget I sent a message to my grandson Rocco and I, I mean I was pretty direct and I knew that there was some doubts and he said Gigi all caps exclamation point three times I was just thinking about that I said look at God Rocco hearing your thoughts I gave him a scripture. I didn't give him any words from me. I sent him a scripture. See, the word of God cannot be argued against. The word of God will be true and powerful in your life. And here's what I know. There's no like special magic right here as you come through and you allow us to pray over you. But as your faith, so will be your answer. I want you to begin to say all over. Will you lift your hands with me all over this place? Lord, we are going to pray. are going to declare victories we are going to declare that there will be blessing after battles we are going to pray that there will be healing where sickness is happening we are going to pray that you will part the pathways with favor and anointing for decisions and new jobs new contracts lord we're going to pray that those that are in this room now will be multiplied by the end of this year that the blessings will be abundant and beyond what we could ask or imagine individually corporately and as a church family so Lord right now as we go to the Lord in prayer and the worship team begins to sing speak his name I'm going to invite you to come from this side I want you to come you're going to come through here I'll be right here I want you to be prayed for as you finish I want you to walk through and I want you to walk back to your seat but will you give us just a few minutes will you walk back to your seat and just be in the presence of God Speak the name of Jesus over your life. In Jesus' name. Come on. Wow. the Lord is faithful to his children. As you have listened to the message today, I pray that you hear the Lord saying, I know you, I've called you by name, and I'm working on your behalf. I invite you right now to say this prayer with me, to make Jesus Lord over all. Maybe there's something in your life today that has caused you turmoil, that has put questions or doubts in your mind. You know, the Bible says he's as close as the mention of his name. In this season, we celebrate Jesus, the name that's above every other name. So pray this prayer with me right now and ask Jesus to help you. He's with you. You are not alone. I want to say it again. You are not alone. So Father, we thank you right now. I'm going to pray this prayer and you're going to pray with me. Dear Lord Jesus, you say it. Dear Lord Jesus, I ask you right now to come into my life, to take over every concern I have. Forgive me for those moments when I have doubted or don't trust. Be the Lord over all. Jesus, I need you. Jesus, I say yes to you. I'm all yours from this moment forward by the power of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, for hearing this prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, I want to encourage you, if you have said this prayer, send me an email, write us, join us on campus when you get to Rome because I know that God has something for you and I know that you need to know you're not going to do life alone. I also feel very impressed today as I pray for you for the needs in your life. I know that during the, the winter months there's lots of different emotions that come about and I want you to know today the Lord is with you, the Lord is for you. He said his name is Emmanuel, God with us. And so today, I want to pray for your miracle. I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you would heal the broken heart, that you would restore the wounded mind, that you would be Jehovah Jireh for the one who has needs financially. God, you have shown us this year that we are the living proof that God is at work in us and through us. So right now, by the power of the Holy Spirit, across the airwaves, wherever you're watching from, I am praying right now for your miracle in motion. I want you to say, I believe. I believe that God is with you. I believe that God is for you. And I believe that he has brought you to this family of faith, not only online, but wherever you are that you would know. I have people who write me and I'm praying right now that you'll be one of those ones who said, I found new hope, new life, new purpose as I joined together in prayer with Pastor Pastor Jen, and all of those at ICF Rome, I bless you in the name of Jesus. I thank you for your online giving. I thank you that you are sowing seeds. You are sowing gratefulness to God for all that he's done and doing. This has been an amazing year of living proof. And today, as we think about we're getting ready to go into a new year before we know it, I want you to know God is with you. God is for you. You're not alone. Your miracle is in motion. I love you. We love you. And most importantly, Jesus loves you. So go out there, walk for him, shine for him, and believe that he's got a miracle for you.